Hey everybody, TLC back again with another episode for this week. Today I'm going to be stopping talking about something that is, uh, I mean it's like, it, it, it's a little, it's a little different for most of the time I'd say. I mean, it's another, it's not another movie review, it's um, I guess it's also not really a review. Basically, uh, I recently found this show, I promise it's not the reason I wasn't able to get an episode in last week, but... Uh, it's Teen Titans, not Teen Titans Go, but it's like the old, an older version that came out like uh, in 2005. No, sorry, 2003. It came out in 2003, and it's basically like the original version that the Teen Titans Go cartoon is based on. I just want to say, this thing's like a hidden gem, and I promise I'll tie this into like general <laughs> good values in a second, but like, it's... Even outside of that, it's just it's a hidden gem, and it is difficult to find shows these days that are not like weird. Like lots of cartoons or like popular cartoons these days are just either just weird, or they're like Invincible, where they're like not bad plot wise, but they're like super super graphic, and it's like oh my gosh, what the heck that show is? Oh my gosh, ah, ugh. Then there's shows like Vox Machina, which are like a little bit, a little bit graphic, but like another bad. They're they're pretty fun. To, they're fun to watch, and it's based off of D and D, so it's great. And uh, but yeah, Invincible is like really, really, really a little much. And anyway, um, those are cartoons. Those are these either just kind of weird or really like you know gratuitous. And even though Titans is not from nowadays, it's from 20 years ago now. It's still good, and even the animation quality is not terrible. It's, I mean, it's a cartoon, so, like, you know, you're not looking for anything too crazy. And even though it is definitely a kid's show, it's it's still it's, it's not bad. It can be, it's enjoyable for someone who's, like, you know, even not, like, a teenager, you know, even an adult, like, my dad's into it. <laughs> like, I think even if I was an adult, I'd be kind of in, I'd be into it because it's nice and I like the characters. It's another thing is you never see good DC material anymore. Like what the heck? The Flash movie is it even out? I think it did it come out. I think it came out and it like went out of theaters in a week or something stupid. Like I don't know the Flash. The new Flash movie is horrible. They I just still don't know why they didn't pick Grant Gustin to play the Flash. That's incredible. It's incredibly stupid. That was a t- it was a terrible terrible marketing move. They should have picked him. They wanted to do the Flash show. They wanted that they just had to get him and hire him. I'm sure he would have done it, but instead they pick Ezra Miller, who is you know a, a psychopath, and also just not attractive at all and doesn't look like the Flash. Like he just looks weird. He doesn't look anything like the Flash at all. Like what the heck? Greg Dustin was pretty good looking. He looked like the Flash. He actually like he he actually looked like the Flash. I feel like that's an important thing. He looks like Barry Allen to an extent. I mean, it, there's certain different versions where he doesn't look like him. Like he doesn't he's not blonde. So he doesn't look like the blonde Barry Allen, or like the one with like a bowl cut. But he looks a lot more like Barry Allen than Ezra Miller does. And he's also, like, you know, not a psycho, which is a big part of hiring your actors, is don't hire someone who, like, attacked multiple people and is not mentally stable. But anyway, uh, point being, like, you know, my entire, my, my point in all of this 
is that this is a good show, and a lot of it is actually has you know good values. So I just want to talk about this for a little bit because I think it's important to. It just sounds dumb and like you know, uh, like a weird like I don't know like it sounds it sounds like a uh, what's the word cliche almost. But it is important to, you know, that the things that you are watching and, like, you know, the media you're consuming, as they say, is not deeply disturbing or weird and is at least somewhat in alignment with your values or, you know, at least enjoyable to watch. Like, at least good. If, if nothing else, can it just be at least, like, a generally good piece of media that doesn't have to be either, you know, some kind of... Uh, leftist virtues uh, speech or a really stupid, cringy attempt at some kind of conservative thing. Like, what the heck? I feel like those are the only two things you could find nowadays. But this was something that was, you know, a little further off and was quite good. I liked it a lot. Anyways, yeah, so we're going to get into that. Uh, but before that, real quick, there was this funny story I found out. It, it was, again, not a bit ago. It was in 2018. But... There is a, uh, there was an esports team called, that they're called, oh, I got the name. They were called Vevictus Esports, basically they were a League of Legends team, they were all female, and it was a gimmick, it was a sales gimmick, it was a publicity stunt, it was a marketing stunt, just to be because there aren't enough girls in esports, so we're making an all-girls esports team, and look how it turned out, wow, big surprise, Ever, nobody saw this coming. Again... There are fundamental differences between men and women. Even though esports is technically not a sport where you have anything to do with, you know, specific, um, how do you say? Um, what's the word? Like, it doesn't have anything to do with physical strength, like, you know, your physical biology, in terms of, like, you don't have to actually suplex someone or hit them with a sword or anything in real life. But... Still, there is a fundamental difference between men and women, and there's a reason that there are more men in esports than there are women, because more men are going to be playing a video game competitively than women are. It's just, it's just a fact of life, and it is a big difference. There is a, lo- there are a lot more men who are going to be doing it than women, because this is something that men will do. This is, this is a guy thing. Men are competitive are much more competitive than women are usually because of testosterone. And also, lots of video games are, like, you know, very geared toward men because they have to do with violence and killing and fighting and all these things that are oriented towards men. So men are more interested in them, men are more likely to play them and more likely to get involved in them, like, to the extent that which they would become a competitive player. Even in games that are less oriented towards, like like, traditional violence, like Pokemon. I just finished watching the Pokemon World Championships. I just watched the World Finals. It's men. They're at, most of the players are men. Just because that's, it's a thing that men are more likely to do because they're usually oriented towards men. Just like I'm sure there were a lot more people that went to watch the Barbie movie that were women than, were, than that were men. Because it was oriented towards women. Like, it's not... Men and women have think differently, act differently, have different interests. They're different. 
Neither one is necessarily better than the other. Both need each other to survive. But there are certain things that men are better at than women, and there are certain things that women are better at than men. Because we think differently and act differently and respond differently to different things. I don't understand why people are going to why people can't get it through their heads that we're not the same. We are not. They're not the same. They're different. They're different. There's a reason that there's a distinction because they are different. They think and act differently on average. Most women are not don't most women do not think the same way that men do. Most men do not think the same way that most women do. It's just it's just a fact of life. And it, it, in terms of esports, more guys are interested in video games than therefore esports is going to be a male dominated field. Like, you know, it's just, it's just going to happen. So you don't try to force the diversity thing by forcing women in there that don't need to be there just to make yourself look good. And it was a Russian, it was a Russian team, which is like, I'm surprising. That's like an American thing to do, which is sad to say. But at this point, you know, it's it is or or European thing. I can definitely see a European team trying this like British people, French people. Could definitely see that. And, uh, yeah, but, I mean, they did, you know, they even, they did the traditional uh, women's team thing where they celebrate after every loss as if it was a win, the whole nine yards, you know, posting on Instagram about how great they were and how hard they tried and everything. And, like, you know, um, uh, despite the fact that they had a, they were literally kicked out of the league because they had a 34-game losing streak. So, I mean, that's just something. Wow. Oh, boy. Okay. You know, it's um, it's sad. It's kind of sad to see these kinds of things. Because, to be fair, they, they, it was also kind of... It was also very unfair to them to put them in an environment they were going to lose. Like, they weren't going to win. They weren't professional-level players. They were just in there for the sake of this diversity thing so that oh you are women in there suddenly everyone's happy but now for the actual women in there that could make it if they like the few women that would try it since they're probably rarer the ones that want to make it are going to be less likely to be able to do well because we have situations like this where they just stick people in because ah yes Diversity, yay! Like, uh, but yeah, you know that's it's the story. It's a story with everything. Same story with everything that they're going. They want, and it, again, it's really it's not like women can't do it. No one is saying that women can't. But don't throw people in there because they're women. Like if we threw people into sports things because they're men then they they would do badly i'm sure because like in most cases like just it's not about it's not just about being men it's also about being you know having some form of skill and like just in general like you have to it's not about the the man woman thing we can ignore like there's a certain skill thing to it you gotta have a lot of skill a lot of practice but the only people that are going to be putting this much effort into League of Legends are guys 90% of the time. Like, in most cases. 
most cases, the people that are going to be going, like, putting in the hours and upon hours upon hours that, like, total it multiple days, like, in terms of just how much time you're practicing, months, years of practice into this game to play professionally or to any game in general are going to be men. It's just, it's just men. It's going to be men most of the time. I shouldn't say just men. It's not just men, but most of the time it will be men. There are a few female esports players that pl- like play video games professionally, but the large majority of them are men, and that is just that is that is a, that is just true. It's just it's just true. It's a, it's a fact. You can like you know look at it. You can hate it all you want, but this is not something I made up. It's true, and there are women esports players that are, there are some women esports players that are quite good. But in in a, in a in an industry that has always been since its inception, like since the first video games ever were created, that has been geared towards men. It's it's going to be a male dominated industry. That is just. That is just the way it is. Like, I don't... And men, like, again, like I said, being naturally more competitive, a video game competition is even more driven towards men. So, you know, women, it... There are going to be women that can play, and there are going to be women that can play quite well. It's just, they're going to be rarer. So you have to accept that. You can't... If you try to force them in... Because you just want diversity, and I must see a woman in there because, yes, you're going to end up with that situation. Anyway, I've spent enough time on esports, but I did want to touch on that. This is kind of turning into just like a general things I like converse uh, episode. Uh, anyway, back to the show, as I was supposed to actually be talking about for this episode the whole time, is... So yeah, it's just it's basically like Teen Titans Go. They're fighting a bunch of random, uh, obscure DC enemies, uh, including the Hive Hive Academy, which are like their nemesis group, like their Legion of Doom. If they were the Justice League again, if you like read DC comics or know about DC comics, you know this. But it's just I don't, it's just a really it's a really nice show, and it's it's wholesome. It doesn't really it doesn't have a bunch of like. Virtue signaling or political messaging of any kind. It's just, it's just simple, good, just a simple, good show. Except the one character who kind of mars it is this one weird, like, character who is supposed to be a feminist character named Bumblebee, regrettably, because Bumblebee is also the name of the best Transformer in existence, and you can fight me on that, but. Yeah, she's um, she's obviously supposed to be the intersectionality diversity character. She's a black woman who is, you know, meant to be super strong and all this. And she, you know, um, she can resist mind control because this is a quote from her. No man can control me. Oh, boy. Yay. Wow. Thankfully, this is only until the third season, so, you know, if you just want to watch season one and two and, like, forget about season three, that's perfectly fine, because season three was kind of bad overall, and it kind of gets, it kind of gets worse after season two, actually. In all honesty, maybe you just don't watch season two. Maybe, maybe just leave it at season one. 
season one is, was, was really good. Season two was also good. Then season three did just downfall. But yeah, um, they they do have like an actual plot for each season. Like there's a beginning and end. There's just a lot of filler episodes with random stuff. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it makes me want to jump off a cliff. But you know, it's it's filler. It's it, it's an anime. It's basically an anime. It's not. I, I don't think I would call it an anime, but it is basically an anime. So it has it like anime tropes, like you know, lots of filler episodes. But, uh, biggest thing is, um, the, uh, to be fair, the episode right after the Bumblebee one was a really nice episode where, uh, basically, I mean, this is kind of spoilers, but like, basically it's just, it's with Beast Boy, he's having issues and he starts acting like a jerk and acting like basically the man that feminists think every single man in the planet is. The abusive, jerk, animalistic man that just doesn't care about anybody, expects everyone to do whatever he wants for him, and is just a huge jerk to everyone and everything that he meets. And, you know, that's... And and then, basically, it turns out that that was him kind of going through this, like, weird transformation state, and then he kind of, like, turns to... Like, he can't really transform his control transformation because, for context, we split turns into animals, that's his thing. So he turns like this weird like wolf animal, and they think he attacks another member of the team. Which uh, this is probably like the one episode that actually, besides the older one before this, that kind of has political messaging, and I think is like a little bit deep in bed. But basically, he it appears to be that he attacked another member of their team named Raven, who is a, she she's a I mean she's like a warlock type thing. You, whole, she has a whole story, but that's we don't get into that right now. And, uh, like, seriously harms her. And they all blame him for it. But he doesn't realize... They don't realize that he was actually protecting her from a similar beast who did these... Who I was the one who injured her and scratched her up and beat her up. But they just found him with her and assumed that it was him. And then later on, basically, once Beast Boy is cured and Beast Boy ends up defeating the other beast creature that's... Was actually, had actually attacked Raven in the first place and was causing all the damage and destruction that they were blaming him for. We then have a scene at the end with Beast Boy and Raven where uh, Raven comes to Beast Boy and apologizes for all the other ones, basically assuming it was him and all this stuff, and Beast Boy says that he kind of, like, is kind of scared because even though he was healed and uh, he's not out of control anymore, the Beast is still inside of him. So then Raven, in this, like, incredibly... She, this character has, like, some of the best lines in the entire show, just constantly. So if you if there's, like, a Best of Raven compilation, it would be... I think it would be great to watch that, but, like, she just has the best one-liners, best quips, random things that she does. Very funny. But this was, like, a, actually good, really serious line. So he says that the beast is still, is still inside of him, and she says, good. Because knowing when to let it out and when to keep it in is what makes you a man. And I thought that was really nice, like, actually good message to give to people. And I was like, wow, you know, a good message to get about young men to give to people. That's, 
I haven't seen that in media ever at all. Like ever in my life, actually. I've never seen messaging directed at young men in that way in some kind of like non strictly non-political media before ever in my life, I think, like to this day. Outside of like I mean general superhero things that all have the same concepts like, you know, be a hero, fight bad guys protect the innocent type thing, which are, again, all good masculine concepts which should be promoted for men instead of the things that are currently promoted for men, which are like, you know, bow down before women, don't touch women, also, you can have sex with women whenever you want, and just leave them, which is a weird dichotomy thing that I just, is one, incredibly stupid, and har- actually harmful for society, and also harmful to the men, and the women, I mean, it's harmful to society in general. I think that's the only, it's not a one, that, it's just, that's it. It's just harmful to everyone. It's harmful to society in general because it creates, it creates broken homes, broken families. It's harmful to the men because they are left unfulfilled and just basically turn to beasts, like sex machines, animals, just going around sleeping with everybody and doing whatever they want. Turns to the women feel also feel unfulfilled because... They are let, they're just used and thrown aside, they're off with children, they don't know what to do, they end up falling into the heads of abortion facilities and all this other crazy stuff. Generally very bad. But the idea of talking about how the, like, bestial aspect of masculinity, the thing that everyone loves to label as toxic masculinity, can be good if channeled the right way, is a message that, again, I have never seen put at least so plainly and well in a cartoon before. And I think it's an important thing to put. It's an important thing to put in a cartoon, like in shows that are directed towards young men, because, you know, this is something that young men need to know. Like, lots of people my age are, like, I, you can see that, I mean, people my age, and also people slightly older than me are, I mean, more. you see it more in people slightly older than me, like, mid-twenties. But are really just lost and don't know what they're doing with their life. And that's because society has this whole hatred towards men and towards masculinity and towards everything that has to do with it. So they don't know what to do with themselves and they fall into the same trope of just going around in crazy hookup culture just with anyone they find having sex and then leaving. And that's not fulfilling and not what men are made for. Men are made to, you know, make children with women, sure, but we're also made to then stand by and protect that woman and protect that child and help raise that child and help that woman raise that child. Like, why? We're not supposed to just leave and dip after and then just go find someone else to satisfy us. That's not, that's not the point. And that's why so many people are feeling unfulfilled and messed up. But... I really like how it puts that the idea of the bestial aspects of men or the animalistic aspects of men, things that people, again, always love to consider toxic, they want to be strong, want to be a defender, wanting to fight. Those are good if you channel them for good things. If you don't, if you bottle them up and keep them hidden, eventually they're going to explode out like they did with Beast Boy in this situation. Because he says that he's tired of being pushed around. Eventually, young men are going to be tired of it, get tired of being pushed around. They're going to become bitter and angry, and we're already seeing that. And then they're going to become violent. And that's the problem 
we don't want a bunch of violent young men running around. That's you have gang issues, you have lots of crime issues, that's bad, and actually violent crime is very bad. Because as you can see, if you channel it the wrong way, it ends up causing lots of problems. Though if you channel anything the wrong way, it can end up causing lots of problems. Femininity channeled the wrong way also causes lots of problems. But I think channeling masculinity or channeling like your aggressive as the aggressive masculine aspects the right way is probably one of the most important things that you can do as a man or that you can learn to do. Because as we saw in the show, society loves to attack the man who wants to be masculine. Beast Boy took the fall for attacking Raven, even though he was actually just the one helping her. Again, in society, lots of people have the issue where they will go and attack the man automatically because he's assumed to be guilty and no matter what the situation is. Now, lots of cases, these are uh, the girls are, unlike Raven, just, you know, malicious and vile and are trying to mess up people's reputation, so they say things and never release them. But even in cases where the girl is telling the right, is, you know, being truthful and saying that that person wasn't doing anything bad, it's still usually the guy that is just pinned for the whatever the crime was, especially if it's something about attacking another girl, or attack, about attacking a girl, which we see here. And in the end, it was because he was trying to protect the girl. And, you know, people still, even, even think the things of protecting women. Like, men aren't supposed to protect women. Why is that a bad thing? That's one of the things I've really, really never understood from feminism. Like, I understand the idea of wanting to be, like, independent or whatever and wanting to have jobs and go out and do that, though. I mean, actually, I still don't understand the thing of wanting to have jobs. That, I, that actually probably I understand less. Because I think staying home instead of working is probably just better in general for, like, anyone. And then the other thing is that women, like, end up with feminism. They end up going to work, working all day, and then coming back home and then doing all the housework anyway. In most cases. So I don't know why, like, like I don't know what they expected to happen here. But that this is what happened. So it's not great for them, but... Anyway, my point being, the idea of chivalry or men wanting to protect women, I think, is a very good thing. Like, it's not about ownership over the woman or wanting or saying that she can't do anything by herself. It's just a general desire to protect someone. Like, why is that bad? Like, I want to protect my friends who are guys, too. I don't want anything bad to happen to them. I would be willing to... You don't put myself at risk to protect them from something dangerous. Sure. Why is this like what? What is I don't I wouldn't be insulted if someone was like, I would be willing to protect you. If someone said I would be willing to risk my life to protect you, I wouldn't be offended. Like it's on, only a feminist can be offended when some could is could be offended when someone says I would risk my life to protect you. They're like, no, why? I, how dare you? How dare you be willing to lay down your life to protect me? I can I can do it myself. No, don't walk on that side of the street. A, a woman can get hit by a car as good as a man. Like, what? It doesn't make any sense. It's so dumb. It, does, it doesn't make any sense why you would don't, like, not want to just, like, why you'd be offended by the idea of being protected. 
But I rest my case. That is just how things are these days. Like, even a simple act as opening a door can be considered misogynistic. Because I forgot doing someone a favor implies that they can't do it and they're weak and stupid. Like, I don't Everybody takes everything far too seriously these days. But anyway, yeah, uh, video game championships are actually, you know, usually good things to watch. At the very least, Pokemon is like, uh, yeah, that's, again, I'm going back to the esports thing. This is just a general thing of things I like and things that are not nice to watch. Pokemon, very good. I mean, Pokemon the show is good, obviously. Not the new I haven't watched. I didn't watch the end of Pokemon Journeys. I didn't watch the new the new show. I don't really plan to because it's kind of weird. And I got rid of Ash. I'm just like, whatever. Um, but yeah, those are old shows. Those old shows are good. If you're like an if you are an adult listening and you want to think of things for your kids, like all the pretty much every old Pokemon show is good. If you go before like the ones that were Sun and Moon, everything is great. I mean, even Sun and Moon are good. There's nothing wrong with them. They're just uh, like so there's nothing like horrible in them. They're just uh, not my favorite. The Pokemon, even the and in terms of watching like esports and things, because I feel like I should talk about that since that's what I ended up talking about a long time for a long time. The these. Pokemon is a very good thing to watch. There's no... They, they don't curse in the announcing. That was something my mom thought they did for some reason. And I think they do in other games that are meant for, like, older kids. But, yeah, there's no cursing in that. Uh, in ter- if you're... If you're, you know, you're just a teen... Like, an older dude. Like, uh, like mid-teens, like teens, you know, or late 20s or, or 20s or whatever, then sure, you can watch whatever. It's great to watch... Um, you know, watching esports is fun because it's... Lots of people don't like it. I actually like it. I think it's cool because it's like watching sports, but it's like a sport that I've had stake in at some point, at least for Pokemon. Not really that I've like ever gone to like a real official competition, but like I've played competitive Pokemon. I've never gone to a big competition, but like it's something that I've done, so I feel like like it, you know, it feels nice to watch. It's, it gives the same feel of watching a sport like baseball that I've played a little bit of. So it's like, yeah, it's cool and like you know, watching the plays go through and everything. I think it's nice. For some game, for some games like League, I've never seen a League one. It's the, probably a little more tedious since it's a longer game. But I mean, hey, y'all have anything to do? Might as well watch it if you want to watch it. You need to watch something. And then Teen Titans is a very good show for. It's probably best for like anyone older than ten. I'd say ten is a good age to start watching probably, and then ten to, I mean ten to infinite really, but like. It's definitely focused towards maybe like 10 to 17 year olds. But yeah, it's a very good show, even outside of that one episode. With Beast Boy is a good example of a show where they, you know, that they just really pinned really well and they did something I thought was really nice and I wanted to talk about it when I saw it. And then the rest of the show is just a very good general show. Lots of funny scenes that are. And there are lots of serious scenes. Season 3 is bad, don't watch it. But season one and two are very good, and, you know, just a very good, very nice cartoon. Big dub. Just, uh, again, that's just, you know, this was, this episode was a little bit of a, uh, a little bit just, like, the things that I probably just like to talk about, and, uh, you know, things that, it, just a nice, nice chill episode. Don't need to get into, like, deep, dark political things. 
outside of that one time I started in the episode I started talking about like you know the demise of society and how feminism is going but you know that's whatever that's like old news by now to anyone who's been following any conservative news outlet or anything like that so yeah um the last piece of news that I would like to share before departing before the day is that a America Fest is what's called for Turning Point USA is going to be a thing that I am planning to attend, and I am going to be so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna be there, and hey I mean if you know if someone is listening here that would like to go I think it would be very nice I think it would be a very cool thing to go to I remember saying that I have not gone to any of those things yet, but my last episode was on one of those, and ironically I'm now going on one in December, so that's kind of like a fun, ironic twist of fate. We can thank God for that one. But, yeah, so that should be really fun. We'll get to listen to people talk. It's a four-day conference. I think it would be very cool to do go-to. Anyway, with that, I will be signing off. I will see you guys later. I will see you all soon next week. We are still working on the thing to get video going. If I move to Rumble, which would be very nice. Still working on it. We'll get it eventually. I'll keep you guys posted. Anyway, thanks for listening to this little, a little bit, this is a little bit of rant, just random rant. Uh, also, a uh, few prayers, if you don't mind, because my lights are not working anymore. So, I, this was an all-dark episode, which is probably a part, at least part of the reason why I was a little more delirious. Anyway, uh, thanks you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching, listening to this one. And I will see you all later. God bless. Have a great week. TLC out.